Hi, it's Carol time. Hi. I'm Laser. I'm Alice. And this is the best idea of, t- t- of all time. Episode 29. A podcast where we watch the movie Carol. Every week for a year. And today we have a special guest. Yes. Best known as my girlfriend, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi. Uh, incredible songwriter and person and human and filmmaker. Oh, thanks. Asexuality, the solo musical. Mm-hmm. Actually, last two performances this weekend. Yeah, because this podcast will pro- hopefully go out at some point. When are we you going? Should, you should go out today if, if you send me the stuff right after this. Okay, sounds good. Great. Everybody, go see Asexuality, the solo musical. Top yeah. of the Fringe winner. We can see your awards right now. Mm-hmm. I'm oh. gesturing for the listener. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. best show ever. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh. Carol, so it's been a big week in Carol. It has been a big week in Carol, and also I've I've said this before. We are we have a two Carol weekend. We have a two Carol weekend. We're recording this on Saturday that it'll go up, and then we're recording next episode on Monday. So we have to watch Carol again tomorrow. Yeah, well, it's because I uh I went to Comic Con this week That's and true. delayed our recording yeah. with my horrible Comic Con energy. But on the bright side, I got to go to Comic Con. Yeah, how was Comic-Con? It was great. I saw... What did I do? I bought some books. I feel like something good happened. I was on a panel about crowdfunding, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. I met Kim Joy from Great British Bake Off. That was like the highlight. Okay. I still don't know who this is, but sure. <laughs> she was uh, she was a baker on Great British Bake Off. Okay. And uh, and also, I went to the... We, we both, Alice and I, went to the Mabim Bam show last night. We saw the boys. We did. The other McElroy brothers. Yes, the, 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 the original McElroy brothers? The original McElroy brothers. Because <laughs> Patricia Highsmith writing this book didn't know. Yeah. About, about them. <laughs> I mean, we wouldn't call the ones in the, in the movie the McElroy brothers without the other McElroy brothers. This is a good point. Yeah. This is a good point. And they were, they were good boys. Yeah, what a good, it was time. good show. Griffin wore a cape. Mm-hmm. And uh, Clint wore a vampire outfit. Was that a steampunk sp- outfit? Yeah, I don't know. He seemed to imply that it was a vampire, but I don't know what vampire it was. It didn't look like any vampires to me. It was a red <laughs> velvet suit. I don't know. No vampires I've ever seen. Yeah, I think the thing with vampires though is that they can look like anybody. They can look any way. That's how they. That's how they get you into their clutches. Is yeah. They- you think they're just a person. I'm sorry, his, his chest wasn't sparkling. It's, that's the only canonical vampire I understand. All we want to do that's is sen- see Clint McElroy's sparkling chest. Yes. And when will that happen for us? And that will make us all want to be close to him so that he can <laughs> drink our blood. <laughs> uh, but you also went to some stuff this week. I did. I went to, uh, last Sunday there was a screening of Far From Heaven, which is um, Todd Haynes' 2002-2004 movie. Um, that was considered a masterpiece. Um, it was about a suburban housewife in the fifties whose husband is cheating on her because he realizes he has he has um gay urges and he gives into them. And then also she kind of starts an emotional affair with their gardener who is black, and the 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 polite of of the society does not like this, and she kind of gets ostracized, and a bunch of other stuff happens. It's a very good movie. That's cool. And you got a picture with Todd. I did. So after the screening, there was a Q&A with Todd and Julianne Moore, who stars in the movie, and Christine Vachon, who is the producer. And it was really interesting. And then afterwards, people rushed the stage immediately to try to get pictures with Julianne Moore. And I rushed over to Todd Haynes, and I was literally the only person. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was talking to some of his friends who were in the audience, and they were, uh-huh. they were chatting. And I walked up, and I just politely said, hey, Todd, can I get a picture? And he posed with me while still talking to one of his other friends. Nice. And then I ran away. Great. Okay, so you weren't living wearing your live laugh Carol shirt or anything. I was not. No. 
it's too bad. But I, I thought about maybe trying to slip him a card from yeah. our podcast, but I figured this is literally the first time I've ever asked a celebrity for a photo. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I usually don't. And I guess I broke my rule because it was Todd Haynes. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, it was it was it was interesting. Um, Far from Heaven. Now having seen it, because it's also set in the fifties, but it's a very different style of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it made me realize that Carol is much more is a lot of like close ups and 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 very intimate scenes in very small sets and stuff. Whereas Far from Heaven had this big huge house set. Um, they they had an office set. Um, they had lots of people. They had lots lots of different plot lines going on with the, with the different side characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. It felt more like a traditional movie, whereas Carol feels much more like of an intense picture focused on just these two people. That's cool. Um, there was also a shot in the movie where the husband is wandering around on the streets of I I don't know I don't know if it's New York or not. Um, wandering around on the streets of downtown. No, it's not it's not New York. It's like Chicago, I think, or something. And He's finding his way to a to a theater showing a movie, but he's walking in in on sidewalks and in th- and crossing streets in a, tr- in a trench coat and a hat. And it, it made me very much r- r- think that the scene at the beginning of the movie is an homage to that. Oh, interesting. This is just a tie-in. Yeah. Well, it's just like a, it's just like a little nod because there wasn't that much similar between the two movies. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, this one was also uh, Far From Heaven was also shot by Ed Lockman. It was the first time they'd worked together. Oh, okay. Um, but like to see the two movies like. I feel like you're getting a different picture of the 50s. I don't know if it's just like budget concerns or what, but uh-huh. um, they do not look anything alike, really. Hmm. Mm. That's interesting. You saying that was the first celebrity you've taken a picture with made me think about how many who I've tried to get pictures with. I think Kim Joy is the most excited I've been to get a picture with somebody in a long time. Okay. Uh, uh, Becca McGlynn, filmmaker. Have you ever met a celebrity? Have you ever met a celebrity and asked them for a picture specifically? Yeah. Um, the only time I've done this, usually when I, you know, I mean, living in L.A. We see... Brag. <laughs> Sorry, yes, I live in L.A. Yeah. Um, so I see celebrities all the time. Uh-huh. Um, but I usually just leave them alone, slash, I'm too terrified to do anything. Even if they're, like, really minor celebrities that, like, only I recognize, I'm just like, no, no. Um, I saw... Uh, uh, actually at Harvest Moon where we just had brunch. Um yeah. I saw an actor who I don't know his name off the top of my head, but he was in Schizopolis, which is my favorite movie of all time. Oh yeah. And uh have you seen this movie? I've never heard of this movie. Oh yeah. Um, Tell me about this movie. It's, it, it's I, I watched it. It's weird. It's it's weird. It's uh Steven Soderbergh from Magic Mike. Mm. Of Magic Mike fame. Yeah. Um he, yeah, he made this movie and stars in it. Oh. Um, it's like this little experimental comedy from like the mid 90s. Oh, okay. And uh, it's, it's just really weird, but it's like, I mean, I love it because the weirdness is all sort of making fun of itself. Sure. Rather than like, you know, pretentious or That's whatever. That's good, yeah. Um, so highly recommend, um, and you know, especially to fans of Carol. Um, <laughs> it's basically the same movie. <laughs> we're we're grasping any straw we have at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like it, Carol, it's a movie if, about if, one man mostly. If you if you enjoy watching feature length films uh, like <laughs> Carol, then you might enjoy Schizophrenia. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, I saw an actor from that movie, and I was just like. 
I was like really overwhelmed. I was just like, oh no, I can't, I mm-hmm. can't like approach. Um, even though like he's not like I don't know his name. You like even if you saw him, you might be like, I don't know who that is or hmm. whatever. Um, but like just because he was in like my personal favorite movie. Yeah. Uh, that's how I am with True Blood. True Blood is the only show where I like freak out when I see people who are from it. And I don't see, know. You've why. seen people from True Blood? Yeah, they used to hang out. So I, I used to live on Franklin and Vermont. Yeah. And that the bar there, Franklin and Company, everybody went there. So like huh. Alexander Skarsgård was there wow. once, uh, who's a giant. Yes. Um, the the evil Christians from the first season oh, yeah, in yeah, a yeah. camp and the late and the dude. Yeah. Were both there at various points. Like it's just a weird thing i run into people from true blood a lot that's i mean i've i've lived here nine years i think the only other i mean this wasn't really a celebrity sighting because i went to a thing that they were at right yeah. but like the only time i've ever run into celebrity was like three months ago i was having brunch and oh, bb yeah. bridges was in the corner yeah with her brother wow at your favorite brunch place yes both of you have seen people at your favorite brunch places i need a favorite brunch right. place i also saw somebody at my favorite uh there's a place in sherman oaks called blue dog tavern uh-huh um, I feel like I'm just plugging restaurants now. That's great. But, um, the longer we don't have to talk about Carol. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, um, I was there a couple of years ago, and I saw Brian George, um, who is a character actor who's been in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I I know because my uh, my like comfort rewatch show is Seinfeld, so I oh, know yeah. him as uh, Babu. Babu Bot on mm-hmm. Seinfeld. Um, but he's just and he was just like sitting there like reading a book and like drinking coffee or something. Nice. And I was just like, cool. But Star- <laughs> stars, they're just like us. Yeah, they are. They're just like us. Just like us. The only time I've had like a photo taken, I was at a convention. Oh sure. Um, it was the only. This is I. I feel like a bad nerd, but like I, the only convention I've ever been to the was. Fuck? Uh, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you can break up with me after we yes. stop recording. Um uh but it was a supernatural convention. Mm. Um which my friend who lives on the East Coast invited me to because it was in Vegas. And he was like, "Do like I want to come visit you and I think we should go to this supernatural supernatural convention." Okay. I was like, "Great." What is supernatural? <laughs> Wait, you you mean you're telling me you're not you were not a super hulak baddie? I was not. No, I I you weren't you weren't obsessively posting on Tumblr in 2012. <laughs> yeah, no, I was uh, I was a bad nerd. I was a bad internet user. It was it was a lot. I mean, I am a massive Doctor Who fan, and I can talk about that forever. But that has less to do with Carol than even Schizopolis. I we think. can make it work. <laughs> I mean, Carol is a British film production. It was produced by Film Four. Oh, great. Yeah, so basically there, it is Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, but you got your picture with all the Supernatural boys. Yeah, I got I got some. They're very some cute pictures. They are, but they're from they're pre-transition, so. Yeah. Mm. I have a big beard and everything. It's weird. Weird. Um. Okay. The uh. My other Carol news is that my friend Megan watched this movie, and I really thought she'd like it, but she freaking hated it because she has kids and i didn't really think about watching this movie as a mother oh yeah um but she started watching it and then her friend spoiled the fact that carol doesn't get to keep rindy right in the movie and she's like what the fuck why am i watching (laughs) 
She's like a queer woman. I'm like, I thought you would like this movie. And she's just like, absolutely not. <laughs> she's got like a two-year-old or something. You yeah. know how moms are. Yeah. Ugh. Wow. It was really funny. Does her, does her two-year-old narc on her when she goes and sleeps with I her did, best friend? I did say that Rindy's a narc, so we shouldn't feel that bad. But okay. she didn't seem... But to... I mean, by the end of the movie, Carol doesn't even really seem to care that she's not. She seems to have given it up. She doesn't... Compared to a lot of moms I know, she doesn't seem to care that much about her daughter. But it also feels like that's the 50s. Yeah, yeah. but, but which, is, which is weird because usually in these things, the father doesn't care about the daughter, mm-hmm. but then also demands like cu- custody of them. Mm-hmm. Because that's what's right, or whatever. Yeah, power or, move. Yeah, just to have the power. All right, Becca McGlynn, filmmaker. Um, tell us about your Carol experience. Okay. Um, bef- first of all, I'm really I need to apologize that I keep insisting that you refer to me as Becca McGlynn, <laughs> filmmaker. It's okay. I have it written down here. <laughs> Becca says you have to call her this. Um, no, but what, what, had you ever heard of it before? I had not heard of it before, uh, this podcast. Yeah. And, um, but I, I liked watching it from, cause like I'm a, I like film history. Mm. I like, I'm weirdly into that. Um, for someone who doesn't actually like that many, like classic films, uh-huh. I'm using air quotes listeners. Yes. Um, but like, you know, so I, I really love just like, I feel like the way this movie is shot is very, uh, like it's in the style of, uh, a movie that's contemporary with the setting basically. Interesting. Um, cause I don't know, there are a lot of like, there are a lot of sort of long takes and, you mm-hmm. know, it's not, there's not like a ton of like. Over the shoulder, reverse angle kind of things. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of um, sh- shots of Carol, even when the other person in the scene is talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, it'll. I like that it just like it. It just kind of hangs on stuff. There's that one. There's the scene where, um, where Therese is leaving her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, the boat ticket scene. The boat ticket scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's and it's just like all one shot. In that. Maybe by boat ticket, we're both doing the boat <laughs> tickets. Move. The boat tickets. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I just I love that that, like, it doesn't cut and it doesn't even really worry about, like, you know, there's sometimes when it's just like a, like just looking at a wall basically, like yeah. yeah. The characters in the in another room, and you just hear this conversation, and I don't know. It's it. You know, I think I think um, if you were to make that movie, or if you were to shoot that scene in like the style of today, it would be like oh, just shot reverse. Shot. We have to get all these different yeah. like setups and everything, but or maybe like handheld following them around or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, I just I like that it was it felt simpler yeah maybe that was also a budget thing they had very little money yeah might be and they shot it on film maybe they only had like three films yeah they only had three films <laughs> i'm a professional but they only made one film that's so interesting isn't that fascinating but she puts a film yeah. in her camera during the movie so that was one of them oh yeah, yeah. that's they one burned of the one they burned one just for that shot <laughs> just for props amazing so rude. that's the commitment that you get from todd ames <laughs> ed lockman crazy for this one uh, did you did you enjoy 
all of the people being framed in windows and such. Uh, yeah, that was nice. There's a lot of them. That was fun. And reflections and yeah, yeah. mirrors and corners of windows and things. Yeah, I, I think that was, that was good. That was lovely. Uh, the thing that, so you've watched it one to three times, <laughs> depending on how we count this. Sure. Um, the, um, I remember the, the thing that you said watching it, the time that you actually sat down and watched it all the way through, was that you wish the lesbians were happier. <laughs> that is <laughs> that true. was your main note on that, Carol. That's basically true for every lesbian movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that there's a lesbian movie where they're happy. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, well, I think I said that as like, not, not, not like a, oh, this would make it a better movie if the characters were happier. But like, I just want to see. Yeah. I just want people to be happy. <laughs> That's like my main thing. Yeah. I just sure. want people to be happy. And seeing sad people makes me want to make them happy. We are not going to be very good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, else. Oh, Happiness is a curse. <laughs> women um <laughs> so uh do you have uh now that you, you you've seen it a couple times mm -hmm. therese carol what's your vibe on their relationship on who do you have a crush on who do you relate to the most um i think i ooh, i feel like i relate to abby yeah Maybe just because uh, I don't know why. She's the best one. Maybe it's just Sarah Paulson's amazing. But yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's just like a. Or or maybe a Carrie Brownstein's character. <laughs> Genevieve. 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 Um, no. Well, I think I've to a certain extent, I've always seen myself as like a, a minor or background character in other people's lives. That's so sad. Okay. Um no, it's it's cool. It takes the pressure off. <laughs> okay. Really. Um sure. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I think that I don't know. I I think you know, maybe I have to watch it you know, maybe maybe the next 29 times I watch this movie, yeah. I'll pick another character to relate to yeah. more. Yeah. You know, I mean, the good thing about Carrie Brownstein's character is that she's a time lord. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know if we've told you about this, but we no. believe that she is a time traveler that just enters this movie, um, out of space. Wow. Yeah, I mean, cause I just every time I see her in the background of that shot where she walks into the apartment, I just think like I don't think like oh here's an attractive 1950s woman. I think that's fucking Carrie Brownstein. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to not think that. Yeah. And it's uh, it's just really strange. Mm -hmm. I think of all the characters in this movie, I relate to Freud the most. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> we just watched, so Alice finally edited together. Yes, I don't say finally. I haven't done any work for this podcast at all. But that's not true. Um, you edited together the scenes from the beginning and end. The right, the restaurant scene framing mechanism. Right. So I edited it together where I lined it up with Jack saying Therese because that's basically Therese. The that's basically the only like sync point in those two because that even after that the timing of the scene is different mm -hmm. and I think in some cases it's different takes of the dialogue and stuff. So yeah. Um. But yeah. So like you notice that. The scene at the end of the movie is significantly longer than 
scene at the beginning, like like I had to roll the production credits, the production title cards, just to have it line up correctly. Yeah. Um. The scene after they um, after after Jack shows up, it's slightly faster, I believe, at the um at the beginning of the at the beginning. No, sorry, it's slightly faster at the end of the movie than at the beginning of the movie. Interesting. Yeah, and the there's a scene where at the end where you can see Jack walking up the stairs that does not line up with yeah. where Jack walks up the stairs. <laughs> um, I mean, I, it makes me feel like, and and I know I'm sure they weren't really worried about. Right. Yeah, no, they everybody. Didn't think, they do, didn't care about this. Everybody doing this, but. It does feel like you kind of get an impression of the emotional choices they were making in this scene. Like yeah. at yeah. the end, especially, they're just like dragging out this like emotional conversation where it can feel like in real life, you know, these conversations feel like they're taking a really long time. Something mm-hmm. I've noticed about myself is like you don't know where somebody's sentence is going to end. And so like a million things happen in your head at the beginning of that sentence. And it feels like that's what's happening in this yeah. scene of just time slowing down. Yeah. Well, and the the thing that struck me was at the very end of that, Mm -hmm. like, you know, Therese, like, as soon as he leaves, she, like, takes, like, a beat and then looks over her shoulder in the first one. And then at the scene at the end of the movie, she's sitting there forever. Yeah. Just processing just, just, just sad just sad just like oh my gosh the weight of this entire film like what the is... fuck have i just done yeah mm-hmm. so i just i thought that was interesting yeah hats alice I'll, I'll i'll just i'll just add that i'm gonna I'll put the link to the video i put it on youtube of the two scenes yeah excellent. it's much it's worth watching and you get to see freud bow little kiss the yeah I put, I put a comment below with, which, with the timestamp for the kiss okay great excellent the most important part <laughs> so um, it's the most important kiss in the movie <laughs> yeah so i got um i got really sick of not knowing what kind of hat carol wears so i posted on the like vintage fashion reddit i said hey please look at these photos tell me what kind of hat this is and someone just replied it's a half hat i'm like Okay, that's just like that's just a style of hat. That's just a, just a very wide range of styles of hat. Okay. But I started looking up photos, and I couldn't I couldn't necessarily find one that was exactly the same as that. But I did find some that were kind of similar. Okay. And then in my process, I was looking on Etsy, and I found this lady who makes who makes in the style of vintage hats new ones who lives in Germany. Okay. She's a hat maker. Mm-hmm. And so I sent her a message saying, "Hey." Could you potentially create a hat that looks like this? And I sent her the screenshots of the movie. And she's apparently going to start sourcing fabric and make a hat for us. Yes. Amazing. Carol Collection Corner coming yeah. together. Yeah, she, she was, she's very sweet. She sent me the first message she replied back because all of her stuff's in German, so I didn't know she even spoke English. Mm-hmm. But she replied back very nice. She was like, oh, that's a beautiful hat. Where can I learn more about it? I'm also sitting here with my friends in a pizzeria, so I will get back to you on Monday. <laughs> You got to reply immediately, though, even yeah. if you're in a pizzeria. Yeah, it was it was it was cute. That's so cute. <laughs> so there will be hopefully there'll be future hat updates. Mm-hmm. I also just like that literal my puzzle. I got one comment that said it's a half hat. It's a half hat. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Get out of here with your your basic ass vintage hat questions. It's yeah. a hat. Yeah. It's a hat, but small. Uh huh. Um, what character would you like to be in Carol 2? Becca McGlynn? filming. Oh, my gosh. Uh. For reference, I'm going to be um, uh, on the boat. So uh-huh. uh, Therese's boyfriend, Richard, 
uh-huh. Triangle Man. Triangle Man. Um, he really wants her to go to Europe, right? He she made him buy boat tickets. She made him, but he got him. a better he got a better job for her. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the movie, he's dancing with this girl, this hot girl that we found. Yeah, very hot. She's like a model. Yeah. But yeah. but they 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 really like um mousied her up. Yeah. Alice, <laughs> Alice found her. Is she the one that rides a motorcycle? Yes. Yeah. And uh, and maybe a lesbian. A lesbian with a motorcycle. Um got a type. Hey. Um <laughs> and the uh so so I want to be the person on the boat with Richard and his new girlfriend that seduces his new girlfriend away from him. Ooh. And then Alice wants to be in oh. Abby's Abby Spy Network. Like like High-ranking secretary at some like law firm that's also the 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 chief of Abby's spy network. Yeah, so we think Abby's a spy, and that's how she knows everything. Oh, because Abby Abby knows that Therese has a job at the New York Times, even though neither of them have talked to Therese in months. Yeah, in this in the scene where she's bringing her tea and they're sad. How many more tomato aspic lunches must they must they suffer through? Yeah, right. Mm. Don't get up. Abby tells me you're thriving. Mm. How does Abby know? How does Abby know? Abby knows everything. Abby knows every the, the, bit of there's information. Abby. <laughs> Abby and I were over long before you and I were over. Harge. 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 Oh, by the way, we decided that I'm putting my carol song on the new record. If okay. anybody is curious. It, it's not really a carol song, but it does say the word harge in it. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, um, everyone That's go, pretty specific. Everyone go back. Lasers Kickstarter. We're stalling for you to come up with your character, by the way. Oh, I had no idea. I haven't, I haven't been frantically, um, I think I want to be, uh, I want to be the, um, the girl who, uh, I want, I want to seduce the, the guy, the, the, um, icebox guy, the, the. Wait, uh, really? Tommy Tucker? Tommy Tucker. I love that. Are you going to fix him? I'm gonna fix him. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna seduce him and then uh-huh. uh like we're gonna he's gonna fall in love with me uh-huh. and then I'm gonna reveal that I'm trans and I'll just be like, ha ha, you're in a queer relationship. Yes. Take that. Take that and he'll be like, Go, oh, you got me. Uh-huh. Um This is this is great. <laughs> <laughs> this is great and also not problematic for any yeah, reason. I love I everything. Say. About it. <laughs> yeah. I love this for both yeah, of you. you. Know, it, it's um, the fifties, so it's it's groundbreaking. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I think it's a good idea yeah. and I, I support you. You have to talk about notions a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you're just really into notions. You're like, I overheard that you're selling notions. Yeah. And National Geographic. Can yeah. I? I do need a sewing kit. <laughs> I, I need a sewing need kit. A sewing kit. I need a sewing kit. I can't um, help but notice that you love me, <laughs> Tommy Tucker. There's something you should know, and then you stop him from being from ruining lesbian relationships. Yeah, that's that's what I do. As soon as I yeah, as soon as I yeah. find out, because I think I think I have an agenda in this too. Yeah. Um, you know, which is like, oh, I see what's going on. Yeah. And part of that is because I've I've watched the first movie. This is a also Carol too. In my mind, is a movie that takes place. Outside of the Carol universe, <laughs> in like a in which know. Carol is a movie, yeah, in, yeah. But Tommy Tucker is also <laughs> just a person. But all the characters are real people, also. <laughs> yeah, great. I love it. I love this for you. It's like Jurassic Park, right? Yeah, sure. Is that what happens at Jurassic Park? Well, in Jurassic World, they reference stuff from Jurassic Park as if it was real, but they also talk about it like they know what the movie is. This is that's wild. That is really bizarre i guess it might have just been a documentary for them i don't know oh that's very strange i i have not seen that much about jurassic park 
That's also very much like Schizopolis because like that one character who gets like uh taken to another movie. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's a weird movie. That's a weird movie. Yeah. Anyway. Which one of the characters in Carol do you think would be the best Doctor Who companion? Ooh. You know what? Mm-hmm. I would love... I'm just like thinking I would love to see Kate Blanchett play the Doctor. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she would kill it. I think Danny McElroy would be a really good companion. Yeah, he would. Really? Because he's like, I don't know. I don't know. Just, I think he would be like a good... A good like Rory Williams kind of yeah. companion. Like he, he, she needs like a, she needs like a a main companion who's competent. And then okay, yeah, she could have like Therese and then Danny. What do you think, Alice? Yeah. Therese. Therese. Okay. I mean, she she takes photos. Sure. She's discovering mm-hmm. that she's a lesbian about herself. She plays the piano. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really good at anything else. <laughs> okay, these are requirements for a companion. Yeah. But then, oh, but then Danny McElroy can be the Rory. She works yeah, in sure. a shop. So she gets, she's got that Rose Tyler yeah. thing going for her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. There was that cutscene where she dressed up like a cop to go give kisses to people or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched Doctor Who in like 10 years. <laughs> I love it. I feel like I would watch that movie. I would watch a, a crossover episode where they, the, where doc, the doctor goes into the movie Carol as if it is yeah. a real. Yeah. Well, Carol Laird is a historical figure. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. And then it's like with, what's his name, where he was in an episode of Doctor Who and then later showed up as the Doctor. Oh, yeah. Peter Capaldi, yeah. Yeah. He was also uh, in a season of Torchwood before he became the Doctor. What isn't he in? Is Torchwood a a Doctor Who? Yeah. Yes. It's a spinoff. It's It's also a Doctor Who anagram i was literally about about to say that (laughs) all right ladies tell me more things about doctor who that is all i know about that show (laughs) oh really yeah about torchwood do you want to tell the people about your doctor who thing i i guess this was probably inevitable yeah um so yes i have a i have a website um brag stitches in time yeah dot com Uh, uh no, it's it's stitches in tie dot me. Oh great. Um, oh wow, it's two thousand six. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I got the domain name for like four cents. Um, <laughs> but uh yeah, it's uh I've edited uh Doctor Who and all the spinoffs into like chronological order of when things take place. Um and uh Doctor Who is still on. It's still airing, so it's going to keep getting updated. Yeah. Um, Alice kind of did that with Carol this week. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I was going to say, this sounds like an insane project. Why would you sign up for this? Um, I don't know. I I just kind of started doing it. It's been like a decade it's taken Yeah. <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever regret starting it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Do you ever think about quitting? A thousand percent. All the <laughs> maybe, time. Maybe like 54% in? I... <laughs> <laughs> huh and interesting uh yeah all the time but also the video file is what 25 days long or something like that it's like it's i think it's just over 20 days long um i had to break it up into 27 parts i think because adobe premiere doesn't let you export videos that are longer than 24 hours long <laughs> cowards <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I don't understand why, but there you go. So yeah, and there are some like, you know, there's some things that I did that split screen thing that you did with Carol. Oh yeah. Uh, where you know, oh, th- these things happen exactly simultaneously. So oh, are they like different doctors going to the same place, kind of thing? Um, it's not usually different doctors, but there's like, so the the example I always think of is uh, there's an episode called Love and Monsters from season two, and it's. Uh, it's like the Dr. Light episode where it's all about this guy, Elton, and... Elton John? <laughs> is this an Eggleston episode? Is that what you're It's doing? a David Tennant. It's okay. like an early Tennant episode. Um, but it's basically like about this guy and this group of people who's like, oh, trying to find the doctor and trying to like find out more about the doctor and everything. Um, so they have these kind of tangential lives oh to the story and so like he's talking about like you know you know it all started a couple of years ago when i was like out shopping and then like the autons attacked he doesn't call them autons he calls them um plastic men or mannequins or whatever um but like so i i cut you know i did a little like split screen with that when that happens in my chronology it shows the scene from the pilot episode and the scene from Love and Monsters side by side. Um, You're a fucking nerd. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. It's okay. You can break up with me after we stop recording. No problem. <laughs> what else do we ask people on this podcast? Do you have a favorite line from Carol? Um, I just really like anytime anybody says "harge," <laughs> 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 because. Like everybody acts like it's a normal name. <laughs> and it's Harjess. Harjess aired. Harjess aired. Uh, and Narinda aired. Harjess and Narinda. Oh, God. Just normal names. What? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I don't know why Harge. I think it's just, it's also just a fun syllable. Yeah. But also Harge and Marge. Harge and Marge is sister's name, Marge. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie. Do you want to watch it with me for the rest of the year? I mean, yeah. we have to, we all have to watch it again sometime in the next 48 hours. <laughs> yeah. So I might watch it Monday morning. I don't have that luxury. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should quit your job. Um, so you can just watch Carol all the time. Yes. I think it's good for all of us. Um, okay, so what's the line? Hardest aired? <laughs> he just picks up the phone and says, hard- what are uh, other what about, good- um, Hardest aired is a line, yeah. 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 What about uh, Harge, what's wrong? Harge, what's wrong? Or... Oh, need me a problem for me to visit my wife? Instagram Bex McLex McLex. Everybody check out Becca's stuff. Yeah, I do things. Mm-hmm. I have a one-woman musical called mm-hmm. Asexuality, the solo musical. Mm-hmm. I have a web series called My Big Fat Blonde Musical mm-hmm. that I did with my ex-wife. Um, but we're still cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that like? <laughs> um, asking for a friend. That's fine. <laughs> You know, we just like we made a thing. It's fun. Um, stitches in tie dot me. Mm-hmm. So it spells stitches in time. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to say that out loud and I've never had to like Yeah. I've never plugged this before. I don't even have my name anywhere on it. I, I know I like that about yeah. it. Is this how the BBC comes after you? <laughs> this might be. This might be how they find me. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh do I have anything else? Is there anything else going on in my life? I don't know. You're shooting a series soon. Oh yeah, I'm just shooting a series, a web series called Golden Crest, mm-hmm. uh, which is 
one of the production companies of this movie is called like Goldcrest or something. Whoa, coincidence? Or conspiracy. It needed to be a problem for me to visit my wife. God damn it. I do miss the I miss the soundboard. We're recording at my house, so there's no soundboard. Yeah. Very sad. We'll get it back. <laughs> we'll get it back next time. Um, okay. Uh so as we say every week, uh Harge. What's wrong? What's wrong? Harge. What's Harge. wrong? Harge is wrong. Harge. What's wrong? Good job. Living for you is easy living, it's easy to The Best Idea of All Time is hosted by Laser and Alice. The show is produced by me, Alice, and you can find out more about us at our website, bestidea.gay, or buy merchandise from the show at alice.deals bestidea. Our theme song is the jazz standard Easy Livin', as performed by Flower Links. Find more information about them in our show notes. You can leave a five-star review for us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts. Thank you.